Clearshore presents Gravity Will Be Turned Off by Steve Blank May 13th, 2009 at steveblank.com Part of marketing is the ability to communicate a message to thousands of people and convince them to believe your version of reality. When I was 19, I accidentally had a test run of my ability to do so. I created havoc at an Air Force base by convincing thousands of airmen that gravity would be turned off so that the Air Force could make repairs under their buildings. Two million students. First, some background. Ever since World War II, U.S. Air Force aircraft have carried sophisticated avionics equipment. Radar, navigation, electronic warfare, etc. While the sharp end of the stick were the pilot and or crew, each of these systems required a cadre of technicians to maintain and repair the equipment. Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi, was the training center responsible for teaching tens of thousands of students a year how to repair radar, communications, and electronics. Some two million students have trained there since it opened in 1942. Think of it as the ultimate vocational training school. Trade School at the height of the Vietnam War, I was at Keesler learning how to repair electronic warfare equipment, a skill which had gone from theory, our B-52 bombers might one day have to use this stuff, once, penetrating the Soviet air defense system, to practice. Our fighter bombers were encountering the murderously effective North Vietnamese air defense system every day. In hindsight, the United States Air Force did a damn good job. We spent the first five months learning basic electronics theory and the next months getting our hands dirty with the theory and practice of electronic warfare receivers and jammers. As it was a vocational school, I think the most math we had to do was figure out whether we got a passing grade, and no one was in danger of actually designing new equipment. But I left with an excellent education in troubleshooting and solving complex problems in real time. Duality, student life in the military. Here we are, thousands of students with an average age of 19 going to school and living in barracks on the airbase. The barracks were like college dorms, except we had to polish the brass doorknobs, wax and buff the hallway floors, and make our beds. We attended classes from 6 a.m. to noon, five days a week, and we had to march to class. I'm convinced it was the only way they figured they were going to get us up and out of bed at that hour. There was a duality to our existence. On one hand, we were in a rigid command and control system where we had to follow orders, salute officers, and understand the military hierarchy. Yet, on the other hand, we were in an educational institution where we were encouraged to ask all the questions we wanted, and we had afternoons and weekends off. We could go off base and do anything a group of 19-year-olds wanted to, like skydiving, but that's another story. Library Hours I loved libraries since I was a kid. Growing up in New York, the library was the only calm and stable place in my life, a refuge from home. I read my way through our small neighborhood library. My fondness for libraries and my reading habit carried through to the Air Force, and this technical school had an awesome technology library. One day, I opened up a Scientific America magazine and read an article on a prank that had been pulled at Caltech the year before, and something about the story clicked for me. I thought that this practical joke would be even funnier in a military organization than it was at Caltech. I'll describe the actual prank in a bit. Alone with Letterhead Every evening, someone in the barracks had to serve as the fire warden for the night. In hindsight, fire warden meant you were a manual smoke alarm. You walked around the barracks and made sure the building wasn't on fire. 
Anytime you put 10,000 19-year-olds on a base, you can bet one of them will go to sleep with a cigarette and burn his mattress, if not the building. The other minor duty of the fire warden was to update the squadron bulletin board. This was the one place you had to go daily to read all the official notices and orders. Reading official military notices and memos always seemed funny to me, as they had the most verbose and obtuse ways of saying even the simplest things. You usually had to read two pages to realize the memo said, No smoking indoors, or Mandatory meeting on Thursday. Following orders. One night it was my turn on fire warden duty, and with way too much time on my hands, I was mulling over the philosophical contradictions of the literal interpretation that my fellow military students placed on even the most trivial orders. Orders didn't have to make sense. We were told, an order is an order. Don't think, just follow it. I wondered how far that would really go. Then I thought of the Caltech prank. It worked on a college campus. I wondered what would happen on a military base. So, working into the wee hours of the morning, I typed up a version of the Caltech prank on official base letterhead, translating it into military phraseology. I typed 30 copies, and using the master key, I went into every squadron building bulletin board and posted these orders from the base commander on all 30. The memo I posted looked something like this. Embedded graphic of the memo dated 12th September, 1972. On 0900, Saturday, 16th September, the 81st Civil Engineering Squadron will be instituting structural renovation of all barracks to ensure their compliance with AFS Standard 72-47C-31D. These renovations will require lifting all unaccompanied enlisted personnel housing off of their foundations and adding structural cross members to ensure their compliance with above-cited AFS standard. The attached base map lists the affected barracks. To expedite this process, civil engineering will temporarily interrupt gravity from 0900 to 1600 for construction access under these barracks. Only the campus areas south and west of Base Drive will be affected. Civil Engineering has advised that the interruption will create non-casual gravitational singularities along the boundaries of the region affected. Therefore, Hurricane Drive and Base Drive will be closed to traffic throughout the day. All personnel are advised that the following precautions must be taken. 1. Officers with families and those in bachelor officer quarters may leave the base before 0845. Take all pets, including waterborne animals. 2. Due to danger of walking outside, all enlisted personnel are confined to quarters 0845 to 1615. Barracks leaders will sound the all clear when normal activities can resume. 3. All heavy objects, stereos, televisions, etc. must be tied down and secured. Refer to AF Regulation 5845, Securing Heavy Objects. Each squadron will hold a tie-down barracks inspection at 0700 to ensure compliance. 4. As each building is raised and gravity is reduced, enlisted personnel must remain seated in beds or chairs. Footprints on walls or ceilings are a violation of the UCMJ Article 12. The use of water, if available, may have unpredictable results. Do not flush toilets when gravity is turned off. Friday Formation I had posted my memo on Wednesday, got a good chuckle over it, and promptly forgot all about it. I thought it was very funny, a good one-time joke, and people would laugh and then remove it from the bulletin board. But a few days had passed, and I hadn't heard anything. So I thought the joke had fallen flat on its face. Every building and squadron had an officer in charge of us. 
and all three hundred or so would gather in the courtyard every Friday for our squadron meeting when our lieutenant would give us orders for the weekend, usually have a good time, and answer any questions. We're standing in the Friday squadron formation, and the lieutenant comes out, who is all of twenty-two years old. The sergeant calls, Squadron A-10 Hut! We all snap to attention. The lieutenant reads the orders of the weekend, blah, 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 and then says, Okay, any questions? And usually there weren't any questions because everyone wants to go and be dismissed for the weekend. But today was going to be a bit different. I'm ready to run for the gate. But wait, there's a raised hand. Sir, about the gravity being turned off, what if we have fish? Should we cover their bowls? I almost burst out laughing, surprised there was at least one person in the squadron who believed the memo. The lieutenant was silent for a long time, staring at the airman who asked the question and calculating whether he heard it correctly or was being made fun of. But before he could respond, someone else raised his hand and says, Sir, what if we have small children and they're crawling and we can't get them off base? Will they be affected by the gravity? Okay, I think maybe there were two. But that was the cue for ten more people simultaneously to burst out with questions. How about motorcycles? Will they be okay? Can we go to the bathroom when the gravity is turned off? and I started to panic as it dawns on me that this conversation is occurring 30 times the 300 people in each of the 30 squadrons on this airbase. The lieutenant looked stunned. Were we all on drugs? What on earth were we talking about? He sent the sergeant to get the memo from the bulletin board, reads it, and he starts looking really confused. It can't be real, but yet it does look like an official order from the base commander. The lieutenant leaves to call the base commander. About the same time, 29 other lieutenants were doing the same thing. But, sir, the order came from you. An hour and a half later, we finally get dismissed with a Ignore that order. It wasn't really an order. Years later, at different air bases, at the most unexpected times, I hear someone bring up, Hey, were you at Kiesler when they had those orders about the gravity being turned off? And I always say, no, never heard of it. Tell me about it. The story was even better when someone else told it. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time. 